Can you keep that noise down? I'm trying to sleep. Oh, yes, good. Monday morning. Uh, Shireen, can you take over for a second? I'm just going to move this microphone. <laughs> yeah, sure thing there, Jared. Good Thank morning. You. How are you? Not too bad. <laughs> uh, just realised as I went to turn my microphone on, I hadn't moved it into the right spot and it was like right at the end of the board and I had to like lean all the way over there. Right, nice little squeaky sound for our listeners. Yes, uh, nothing <laughs> quite like it. It's nice like when squeak. I wake up in the morning and I move my joints. Yeah. <laughs> get the WD for Yeah, you. get the... Yeah, that, that's the one. Yes. Uh, so, Sharina, how have you been? It's been been a while since I've seen you last. <laughs> yeah, let's not go there. <laughs> no, it has been. Sorry about last week. It's, it's, it's always <laughs> nice to see a smiling face across from me, that's for sure. Definitely. Um, well, what have we got planned for this, uh, this Monday morning? I don't... Well, to be honest, uh, we've got the... Is it the Saba Brothers? The Saba Brothers. Sa- yeah, we've got an interview at uh, just after 8.30, so that's pretty cool about their new song. Looking forward to that one. Um, of course, it's the weather is absolutely wet outside. Yes. <laughs> Not as nice as it was yesterday or the day before. Exactly right. So if you're on the roads this morning, please take care. Don't duck the lightning like I do. Oh, yes. I did see the lightning <laughs> Looks this like I'm well. dabbing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'd love to see you do that while you're driving. Oh, jeez. Take the hands off the wheel just to protect my eyes. Uh, all right. Well, tell you what. How about I tell you about a man that was spotted in some cornfields and he's uh, been searched for. Okay. But you'll be uh, surprised on his attire afterwards. It sounds like a popping good article. <laughs> it sounds pretty good to me. I'm looking at the, uh, the headline and I reckon you're going to love it. Stick all around right. We'll do. After this short break. It's Sharina, Tom and Frenchie for your Monday mornings. Let's kick it off with uh, Bohemian Like You, the Dandy Warhols. Sharina, Tom and Frenchie for your Monday mornings. It's 15 past seven in the morning and I almost fell off my chair again. <laughs> oh, here we are. I'll, I'll turn that one off for you. It, you're good to go. You can move that one around. Hard, hard night on the uh, on the terps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I wish. Um, so, Sharina. Yes, if you were going to a corn maze, uh, so like one of those, or a maze maze, mm-hmm. if you'll uh, pardon the pun there, and <laughs> I thought I'd get more of a reaction from you there. <laughs> so, I maybe a, I'm still tired. I should have had an applause lined up for myself and just, <laughs> woo, well done, good joke. Now. Yeah. Um, so if you're going to a corn maze, what would be the last thing that you would expect a person to be doing in a corn maze? Ah. Uh... No, I've got no idea. <laughs> Nothing? All right. Well, my, my first thought would probably be like, oh, well, don't eat your way through it. Like, first of all, Right. You, oh, okay. I see where you're going. You're not going to have enough, like, stomach space to eat that much corn. Yeah. Um, but over in... I didn't find where this was. <laughs> Typical for me, not to uh, read too far into it. <laughs> um, but a man's been spotted naked going through a corn maze. And for some reason, the police are after him. Right. There's there's no explanation on why or anything like that. It's just <laughs> this guy has been spotted. And I just want to have a little bit of a speculation on what could he have possibly been doing in a I, corn maze well, to be wanting. Well, wanting... instead of using fig leaves, maybe he's using the, the corn leaves to cover. Oh, that's a good idea, actually. Private parts. He's um, like the next Adam and he's covering himself up. And Exactly. I mean, the police could be after him because he's contaminating the corn. <laughs> Who would want to <laughs> eat and pop that in your microwave? Hello. Why not? Um, uh, I, I was, yeah. I was thinking, like, <laughs> has he just, like, left his house and, like, have you seen the episode of Mr. Bean where he locked himself out of the <laughs> out of the room and then he's, like, having to, like, run around the whole, like, hotel naked? 
I don't know. No, I haven't. I, okay, well, I'm picturing this has happened to him, <laughs> and he's just left his keys inside. He's like, oh, what, what do I do? And he's like, <laughs> I'll go to the local corn maze. Like, no one ever finds their way to the centre there. I know how to get there. And he's just gone there, and he's, he's been found. <laughs> oh, I'm expecting, like, maybe a Sound of Music scene where he's walking through the cornfield and <laughs> just, you know, swinging his arms and, you know. Not only swinging just, his arms, but. Well, swinging, <laughs> swinging his arms. He's just swinging, he's swinging just in the breeze. Swing, swinging in the breeze. <laughs> <laughs> and all the corns covering themselves back up. Yep. <laughs> uh, uh, righto. Anyway, I don't know what else I had to say about it, but... Well, just, that's pretty interesting. I thought it was fun, and maybe I should give that a try. What do you reckon? Right. Well, let's get a drone up there and find him, <laughs> I reckon. <laughs> he's probably lost, and maybe he can't find his oh, way out. Maybe that's it. Maybe he's eating his clothes, because he hates the taste of corn. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's just getting with <laughs> It's not hemp. <laughs> That, that's true. Jeez. I, I'm just looking at the photo that they have here as well. Like, I don't think it's from the corn maze itself, but it, it's just a sight that I don't really want to be seeing. <laughs> Not at this early in the morning. Yeah, it's uh, 20 past seven in the morning. Uh, Sharina, Tom and Frenchie for your Monday mornings. So let's go into a little bit of Shannon Noel. What about me? <laughs> what about you? <laughs> oh, just love myself. <laughs> <laughs> Sharina, Tom and Frenchie for your Monday mornings. Stick around. <laughs> It's Sharina, Tom and Frenchie for your Monday mornings. Rob Thomas with Someday right there. And someday, <laughs> I can't wait to watch myself some Spongebob. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't do it. I just can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> goes for 40 seconds. Do you want to play the whole lot? <laughs> just call me daddy. Um. <laughs> Maybe I'll put his backing track there. Just, I, yeah, I loved it. I definitely loved it. Like, yeah. how could you hate SpongeBob? I know that, like, Dad, if he's listening right now, he'll be loving that and Would gone. He? He's going to play that on repeat for the rest of the day. <laughs> well, I tell you who else doesn't like a SpongeBob, and that might be Indonesia. <laughs> SpongeBob SquarePants, too violent for Indonesia's broadcasting watchdog. Uh, the Indonesian Broadcasting Commission. KPI sent a warning letter to television station GTV on September 5th for broadcasting the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. What? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Posted posted on KPI's website, the letter said the airing of the movie was considered in violation of the Broadcasting Code of Conduct and Program Standards. (laughs) I don't don't get it. What do they mean? (laughs) I'm just like recapping that movie in the back of my head right now, and <laughs> this is literally all I have for it. Squidward. <laughs> <laughs> um, the movie aired on August the 6th. Big movie family uh, program was said to have contained violent acts such as hitting a face with a board, <laughs> dropping a bowling ball on the head, throwing a hammer at a face, and throwing a pot of cacti with the help of a racket. <laughs> the movie, which aired again on August 22nd at 3.02, reportedly contained violent acts of throwing a cake at a face and hitting it with the use of wood. <laughs> okay, yeah, I get it, but it, it is oh. also a sponge. <laughs> it is a sponge. It'll all get back into shape after his wind went. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I, when I hear these things about, like, like cartoons being too violent, like especially when it's something like SpongeBob, for example. I know. If you look at that, it's. I would never once think in my life that is too violent. Exactly, <laughs> and I also forgot the part where he brushes. He gets his toothbrush and he and he and he, and he uh, brushes oh. his eyeballs. Did, oh yeah, they miss that bit. I mean, how painful is that? 
<laughs> who, who does that in the you morning? You know what? Maybe I'll try that and I'll see it, see how it goes. And I forget your teeth, just do your eyeballs. Yeah, extra minty. <laughs> oh, dear me. Anyway, Indonesia, too violent. Yeah. I remember seeing that at the cinema. Oh, I don't, Is that the one? I think so. It depends on which movie they're talking about. Or are they a little about. bit behind? Because uh, I know there's a new one that came out. Like it's like live action, I think. Right. Live um, action. <laughs> SpongeBob live action. Yeah, Sounds like Fast and the Furious. I, I saw the trailer for it. I'm like, nah, it doesn't look that good. But right. um, overall, like the the actual the first movie, I loved it. Yeah. Well, it first airing in 1999, so that would make sense. Yeah. That's, uh, that, yeah. That would be the um. And it was made into a feature film in 2004. There we go. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Mm. I was gonna say I don't think the movie came out that quick, did it? Mm. Um, but yeah, 2004. That makes sense. Um, yeah. Anyway, let's SpongeBob. Go Sponge out of the water. That, <laughs> 2015. <laughs> yes, oh, I can't keep up. That's the new one that I I thought was a bit bit weird. Sponge out of the water. Yeah. Maybe okay. Or maybe they had to take it up a notch. Yeah, maybe there's too much violence in that one. Yeah. Anyway, let's go out on a little bit of a violent one here. Oh. <laughs> violent femmes? Yeah. Re- <laughs> I don't know, we might get taken off air, Sharina. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just play this to the next. Yeah, well, what have we got coming up next? Uh, I'll just playing in the back while I try and find something. Uh, We've lost the plot. Let's play Let Me Entertain Ya. <laughs> Robbie Williams. Okay. Sharina, Tom and Frenchie for your Monday morning. Stick around. We've got the Sober Brothers coming up after 8.30. Um, until then, let's play some Robbie Williams. <laughs> Baby, we don't stand a chance. It's sad, but it's true. I'm way too good at goodbye. I'll sing it up, Sharina. <laughs> Had the mice on there, you should have been there. <laughs> Sorry. Sam Smith. living with my pen. Too good at goodbyes. I know, right? Oh, I'm, uh, I'm never good at goodbyes. <laughs> I'm not good at hellos. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm, I'm just kidding. not good at speaking. <laughs> How did I get this gig? I've no idea. Um, Sharina, uh, have you ever lost a ring or any kind of jewelry? <laughs> um. Look, earrings, I have to say, yeah. Yeah. I don't wear too many rings, but earrings I always lose one of and yeah. yeah. So, yeah. I don't wear much jewellery. So, whenever I've had anything, like a watch or like I've had a few bracelets like every now and again, but (laughs) I always lose them and I can never find them. Um, Right. And I think I might have to take a leaf out of this lady's book because she had a dream (laughs) and where she dreamt it was, she found it exactly there. Now, where's the most common place that you reckon... You would find your jewellery. Oh, well, I was just going to say either down the back of the bed or the couch. Yeah, that, that's what I would say. Or <laughs> for me in particular, it's always been like the it's in my bedside drawer under everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that wasn't the case for this lady. Uh, she had dreamt that she had swallowed her engagement ring. And wow. She's gone in for an x-ray um, <laughs> after feeling a little bit on the down. And yeah, in the x-ray you can see... Uh, engagement ring or a ring just in what? her like right hand, like behind her ribs. Oops, I've just turned off the computer. <laughs> Don't know what I've done there. Oh, now I can't read the article. <laughs> um, why and when and how? What what makes you want to swallow your engagement ring in a that, fit of? Did you just have a fight and suddenly go, look, I'm not doing this and swallow it? Come get it. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I was trying to think. I'm like, how does it end up? 
in your gob. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't. And then not just in your gob, but down your gob. <laughs> yeah. Unless she was baking a cake and it slipped off her finger. Yeah, like trying trying the batter and it just licks <laughs> the just, finger yeah. and off it comes. And, as you spit. would. Yeah. I mean, most rings get lost down the sink, you know. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. You claim it on insurance. You know what I'm <laughs> I know oh, it. I've lost it. <laughs> Um, All right, any uh, tax agents out yeah. there? Just looking to Sharina's uh, businesses there. Might find a couple of yeah. fraudulent claims. No, I've got too much water retention for mine to fall off. Um, yeah, like yeah. I, when I saw it, I was like, okay. what would I do if I had a ring stuck in me? Like, is that how like they propose? <laughs> Maybe that's what happened. Maybe it was in a cake. And, yeah. Uh, like, it's baked in the cake and it wasn't exactly a lost ring. I don't know. The, the boyfriend was like, did you find... Maybe she swallowed it in her dreams as well. Maybe. Maybe she ate it in yeah. her dreams. This <laughs> like... conversation is just going south. Now we're just like speculating what she's done. <laughs> I know. Let's like... call her up too. Yeah, we'll have a true crime podcast. How did the ring get in there? <laughs> How did you lose your ring? Uh, Sharina Thumb and Frenchie for your Monday mornings. I'm going to play a little bit of a promo here. Let's play Don's because he's coming up. Oops, I've gone to the wrong tab here. Daddy-o of the radio, king of the ring. Oh, Don, if you are listening, I do have a bit of a confession to make. So when you get in here, i got to tell you. All right, Shireen, I'm on for your Monday morning. <laughs> I'm coming back home. Shireen, Tom and Frenchie, for your Monday mornings. It's eight past eight in the morning. And just after 8.30, we're going to be having the Cyber Brothers join us by the phones. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. But until then... Uh, Sharina, I just had a quick Google then on mm-hmm. uh, how many days it is till Christmas. And it's exactly 100 <laughs> days right. away. And I hear that and I go, <laughs> Ugh, it's coming. Here yeah. we go. It's like Game of Thrones, like winter's coming. It, <laughs> you don't look forward to it. <laughs> you get ready, you set up a fire, and as soon as anything that uh, you don't want to be near yet, you set the fires up and try and push them away. <laughs> I can't even remember seeing the uh, the Christmas toy catalogs this time round, or maybe I missed it. Maybe I blinked and threw them out. But um, normally the, you see like the you know the Target, the big dubs. Oh right, yeah, all yeah. All the big yeah. toy catalog time things. Oh, and... actually, yeah, I think I did see. Yeah. I didn't see a catalog, but I was walking past Big W here in um, Parabanks, and yeah, I think I saw like a toy sale there. Right. Not too okay. long ago. Um, hmm. but it's uh, prompted me to have a look. Um, on you saying that uh, that. The people that sell up their Christmas decorations earlier are generally happier. <laughs> and to a degree, I'd have to agree with this because <laughs> I see my girlfriend and she sets up her like Christmas decorations like like it's almost in like January basically that she'll set them up. Like take them down Boxing Day, she sets them up like first of January. <laughs> wow. Uh, not not quite, but <laughs> it it might as well be, I feel like. Um and I'm a bit of a Christmas Grinch. Like, I don't really care for it. I'm just like, oh, whatever. Like I was saying before, I've set up a fire to keep people away. <laughs> um, but, like, when I see people that do set it up, they tend to have a bit more cheer in them. They're excited for it. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe this year will be the year that I do it. So, right. What do you, what do you reckon? Do you reckon I should set up my Christmas lights before, I don't know, before Halloween? <laughs> Let's set a deadline here. What do you reckon? Oh, look, uh, sure. But you've got to, um, I want to see pictures. I want to see photos. All right, tell you what. I'll I'll start now. Um, I'll start looking for, like, cheap Christmas lights and all of that to 
set up my like front lounge room, <laughs> and then by Halloween, I I promise this that it will be it'll be up. I couldn't do that because I like <laughs> Halloween. So I have to set up for Halloween first and then possibly. But I like to, I know, I know it's an American thing, as we say, but I like to set up Halloween stuff more than I like Christmas. But I don't like horror movies, but I like (laughs) Halloween. (laughs) Do you reckon we should uh, have your house set up for Halloween by the end of this week? By the end of this week. What? (laughs) (laughs) Then maybe Um, you'll feel happier now. Yeah, well, I do like to set up. Like, I like to uh, put all the cobwebs up and um, actually, yeah, I never take them down because I don't sweep up. Um, But um, (laughs) Just don't clean for the whole year and you're set. (laughs) I know. (laughs) The Um, real horror is uh, just any kind of plague that might be running through. (laughs) It's in the bedroom where I, yeah. Oh, geez, don't don't go there. Whip Um, and chains. But yeah, I I do like Halloween rather than Christmas. So you you would rather, I would put lights up for Halloween and stuff and um, those kind of decos. Do you like do a lot of, uh, setting up for it, like do you? I do go all out. Uh, yeah, yeah. If I've got the time and the energy, I do. And if I know I'm going to be having like a specific, you know, dinner or something like that, I I bought a um uh one of those um, molds, plastic molds, which was a brain. So you put jelly oh, yeah, in yeah. it, and then you flip it out, and the brain like wobbles on the plate. It's really cool. <laughs> I, <laughs> I loved I did, your action. I just did then. the action then. Um, I think that people can see me, but yeah, yeah, I do I do all that kind of groovy stuff. Oh, I'm gonna have to come over and uh, yeah, I'll invite you. Share it around. Oh, and, and your dad, I'll put something. I'll bring a plate of I'll, something. Yeah, I'll know, put something eyeballs. vegan out, which you'll probably think is horror anyway. <laughs> <laughs> to me, that's enough. Like I know. What is Vegan that? food. <laughs> Get me out of here. No. Wake me up. Pinch me. Is this a dream? <laughs> I will. You, you'll be on the list. Oh, well, thank you. I'll, I'll invite right. you over for Christmas dinner. <laughs> <laughs> With lights. It's Christmas in July next year. <laughs> Because I, while I say I promise it now, it probably won't happen. It probably won't happen. I'll say it and then, I don't know, someone will come up to me in a few months and be like, so how's that going? I'll be like, what? Christmas in July I get because it's cold. Christmas in summer just doesn't work. Yeah. I don't know. I'll wear a pair of Speedos. <laughs> what you shrimp reckon? on the barbie? Oh, I, I want to say it's a shrimp. <laughs> Shireen and Tom and Frenchie for your Monday Lobster. mornings. Uh, how to save a life. Uh, just after 8.30, we're going to be having the Saba Brothers, so stick around. Sharina, Tom and Frenchie, for your Monday mornings. Miami horror sometimes right there. <laughs> now, Sharina, just quickly, uh, on yep. this song, I remember, oh, I was probably about five or six years ago, probably when it first came out, and there was a song that I had stuck in my head, and I thought it was this song for the longest time, so I was playing it, but it never really satisfied my, my head. <laughs> Turns out it was uh, uh, Kiss Chasey, Opinions Won't Keep You Warm at Night. Right. Yeah. Oh, and thanks for... Bit, pulling, of, a, bit yeah. of a fun fact there for you. <laughs> you just confused the hell out of me, but thanks. <laughs> You're very welcome. Uh, so you, <laughs> what have we got over there? Right. Well, this uh, young lad has been bullied for his kicks for his shoes. Nice so there's shoes, 40, you know, I know, right? Yeah. You want to be the right size, wouldn't you? Like, you just couldn't steal anybody's shoes. Yeah, actually. You'd want to size them up before you actually, you know. Yeah, you look at them and go, mm. Stood next to them in the canteen line again. Well, yeah, that's. That's a size six. Would, I could get yeah. that. <laughs> size six, that's me. Uh, Give me shoes. <laughs> if you like court shoes. Um, this 14 year old started a charity that gives shoes to people in need. Uh, Kyle Nipper looks at his collection of shoes, hundreds of sneakers, sandals, and slip ons. Hey, oh. Slides. Uh, with pride and amazement. At 14, he never thought he'd have so many kicks piled so high in boxes and racks. 
that they smush against the ceiling of his small storage unit. He knows his uh, hoard so well that he can immediately rattle off any pair size and brand and origin with just a glimpse. Whoa. Well, Jeez. do you know what? I don't want to say it, but I can see why he might have been picked on for his kicks. <laughs> <laughs> um, Way to pick the shame there. <laughs> but they're not even for his to keep. He's giving them all away. This oh, teen is really nice. Isn't it very groovy? Uh, this teen is the founder of the non-for-profit Kyla's Kicks. Uh, when he's not doing his schoolwork or spending time with his family at home in Las Vegas, he's organising new and new shoes that are sent to him, scrubbing them clean and assuring they make it into the hands of people in need. Uh, in his community, that is. Whether that's someone who is homeless, someone living on a low income, or just someone who needs a new pair of shoes and just can't afford to buy them. How cool, cool is that? Kindness is like the best thing in the world, he said. Oh, it definitely is. Like, that, like from going like bullied those yeah. shoes to going, all right, I'll donate them out to people. That's really nice of him. Exactly right. And how so... do I sign myself up to get myself a free pair of shoes? Oh. <laughs> Well, you might need to pay a bit of postage <laughs> being in Las Vegas. That's all right. I'll, I'll deal with that. Uh, <laughs> if he's got a nice pair of slides there, I'm actually looking for a new pair. A new pair of slides? Yeah. Any colour in particular? Let's put the word out. Uh, probably white, I reckon. Just my, white. <laughs> basically the same ones I had oh, from last blimey. year. But you and just, your slides. Like, the ones that I had are starting to like, rip apart, and right now oh, they're only right. just like houseware shoes. So Yeah, fair enough. Most people would argue that they're only houseware shoes, not even sometimes, like, but <laughs> to me, slides are everyday wear. Now, speaking of slides, have you seen those slides or shoes? Uh, slippers, but they look like mops on the bottom. Yes, so, actually. I, I saw them yesterday when I was out shopping. How great um, is that? They're like slippers with the mops on the bottom, and I'm yeah. like, what a great idea. Like, clean up your house as you walk. Perfect, yeah. Although... And you could wear a pedometer and then work up your steps as well and you clean house, lose weight. I love it. It's like, a perfect scenario. Now anyway. all they need is uh, just a robot to wear those. <laughs> no, I can just watch it going around. And I put my pedometer on that robot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll stay in bed and sleep. And then you can say your maths doesn't add up there. Hmm? What? Your maths won't add up. I mean, you you know, you've, oh, yeah, you yeah. got this pedometer on a thing that's automatically I'll be weighing like 200 kilo going, <laughs> but I did like 300 <laughs> steps today. Like. I did 16,000 steps. What's going on? Well, I, I just said 300. It shows you how out of the loop I am. Oh, you got to do 10,000 to make a difference. Did you know that? No. Right. No, I said 300 because I thought that sounds like a high number. And that's as soon just as going said, to the like, fridge and back. <laughs> oh, yeah. that That's probably my daily. My fridge and back maybe twice, maybe 600 for me. <laughs> Oh, dear me, Jared. My Monday mornings are great when I have to come here. have to walk a little bit further. Right. That's when I get to 700. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Shireen and Simon Frenchie for your Monday mornings. Let's play some Neon Trees Animals. What do you reckon, Shireen? Sounds good. Shireen and Tom and Frenchie for your Monday mornings. Joined on the phones by the Saba Brothers or Ray from the Saba Brothers. (laughs) One third. How are you going, Ray? (laughs) Good morning. I'm good, thank you. How are you guys? Oh, very well, thank you. Thank you for joining us here on a lovely Monday morning. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs> You're more than welcome. So, we have you here to talk about Can I Have This Dance? Now, you're not here in the studio, so I can't actually ask you to dance with me. <laughs> um, but uh, please, please tell us about how you, you came to make this song. Yeah, so um, this song... Um, I guess a lot of bands or groups say that their latest song is their best song sort of thing, but from based off our like our own 
self-evaluation. We, we truly believe that this song is like the next step, next level for us in terms of the quality um, of our songwriting and also um, in the studio as well to get in that sort of commercial sound and um, that sound quality in the in the song and the, it was it's quite a, a funny story how it, it came to be with this song where I was just uh, strumming noodling on the guitar with some you know guitar chords and chord progressions and then my brother Steve comes and sits next to me and then just starts freestyling these lyrics and then it just seemed to work absolutely perfectly. So I like write that down real like, you know, straight away and we like did like a rough recording as well. Um, just on like our phone and that. Um, and then we and we we've performed it a couple of times just acoustically at some gigs that we've done. And when we came into the studio, um, the producer who is Sean Kerry from the former guitarist from Thirsty Merc, um, in Sydney here that we recorded with and um he sort of envisaged having like a full orchestra behind it like orchestra sound orchestral sound and um the the whole like band sort of sound with drums and um and guitar lines and and everything like that and so all all of a sudden it turned into this full production which um sounds we think really sounds absolutely amazing and then to top it off we got the three part harmonies which we've never done in a song like a recording in our songs and that as well before so like all in all it's just a, a, a sort of next step in our in the maturity of our sound as well we started quite young so it was it's just sort of uh, you know the next level which we've really wanted to target and so far it's been going really great yeah has there been any uh like giant hurdles that you've had to overcome to be able to get these like three-part harmonies and the orchestral sounds like is that new for you to like be playing with and yeah, well, it's um, it's like a new like in terms of like recording or um, writing for an orchestra. That's relatively new for us. Um, I did like sort of had a, a bit of experience doing that like in some uni um, uni work that I that I was doing. But um, yeah, it is a, a new sound and a new sort of territory that we hadn't explored yet. But um, it absolutely has paid off, I believe, and, and really given a new dynamic to the song. Um, hi there, Ray. Um, I don't think I was with hi. the guys last time that you were interviewed by them, but how long have you and your brothers been singing together? We will be, next year will be 10 years. So it's uh, coming up to the decade and we're, you know, really wanting to do something special next year with an, another EP and, and sort of just, you know, do something special to sort of mark the occasion. So it's been an amazing ride so far and we're, you know, we've enjoyed every minute of it. Yeah. Um, who Who is more likely to be the songwriter? Do you all have a go at that? Do you all um, put some words down and uh, collaborate? Yeah, well, it's, it always is a, a collaboration when we do our songs and write them and put them together. But I guess if you really, like, went into the sort of nitty-gritty sort of part of it, I guess Steve, the little brother on drums, he's probably the one mostly with his way of words and lyrics and that that gets them at the final stage. Um, as well as Nathan, the young, youngest brother um, on bass. But um, it's just like we always, like, especially me, like I, I just blurt out all these ideas sort of thing that, <laughs> that you know, don't really sound great. Scattergun. Yeah, and then the, so the boys really um, clean it up and obviously make it sound worthy for a song. And then sort of my part um, is really the composition and music side of things and, putting the arrangement of the song together. Um, that's sort of where my vision and um, direction comes from. So, like, all together, we really have a, a great 
um, sort of partnership and, and and a formula that's really been working for us. And then even mum and dad get in on the fun as well. <laughs> We're all together. A family um, affair around a bonfire. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So it's really great fun and it's brought us together as brothers, as a family too. Like it's really something that's bonded us um, really well. Yeah, excellent. So you're saying like you were at uni, uh, were you studying music at uni then? Yeah, so I yeah, this past April is when my degree finished. I was studying a Bachelor of Music in Contemporary Performance at the Australian Institute of Music. And now my uh, middle brother, Steve, he just started his Bachelor of Music in Songwriting at JMC Academy. Uh, and Nathan, he's still in year 10, so he's got a few more years <laughs> till he finishes with school and that. But you wouldn't guess that he's as tall as us and, and he's got the beard happening and everything, so he doesn't quite look as young <laughs> as, you would, as, as he really is. So um, that's good fun, though. We've oh. had a, a couple of young artists on, um, you know, via phone, and you would not pick that they're either in year 10 or 11. Yeah. Uh, and, you, and you're so right, do you know what I mean? Like... Um, yeah, I'm you know three years off sixty. No, I'm just kidding. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, good on you guys. What kind of Thank input, you. what kind of uh, genre uh, would you say suits your music? Um, I always go go back to saying pop rock. So we really like um, in like combining sort of creating our own hybrid sound, you could say. Um, so we like we grew up and still listen to all the golden oldies and the songs from. 60s, 70s and 80s sort of thing. And then we're also quite into some of the new stuff today, especially um, like, uh, like Ed Sheer and Bruno Mars. And then most recently, um, uh, especially the boys have gotten into Eminem as well, so <laughs> some rap music and that. So we just have like always like moving forward with our sound and the direction that we um, move in and also creating sort of a bit of the old, bit of the new and then putting together something that, Hopefully no one sort of really heard before in that sort of manner and then um, gaining some new audience and um, and some reviews and just catching um, people's attention. Yeah. Yeah. Are you gonna are you guys gonna be doing any like kind of touring or anything shortly? Yeah, well we've um we've well for anyone in Sydney we've got a gig this Friday night on September twenty. Um, and all the details are on our social media pages. But in terms of a a tour, um, we're definitely wanting to to, um, to put that forward because it's something we've been talking about and speaking about for so long. And then it's just about getting all our schedules to line up, you know, all at the same time where we can all be available to go go forward and do that because we'd absolutely love to to do a, a tour, um, of a, like a East Coast sort of tour of Australia and, um, and go, you know, towards all of the... Uh, areas which um, you know have supported us, like yourselves, with um, on, on radio, and um, come back and you know do some gigs in those areas and grow um, all the our audience and that to some new areas as well as uh, you know also coming to some live performances in the studio and radio studios as well. Absolutely, I've got one quick question. If you're all together, always playing music together. Um, Oh, for me, you know, if I had siblings, I'm an only child, but I would, I would kind of get sick of them after a while. Do you, do, do, <laughs> you should do, see the way she treats us. <laughs> do you do? Do you do anything separately? Like, what? Do, what are your, you know, your outlets apart from music and away from each other? Sure. Now, well, we are very, very close as brothers um, and as a family. Like, we really do pretty much everything together, um, which is, um, I guess, not really heard of. Which, I, from 
speaking to friends and other people and that, like, you know, like you said, usually siblings don't really get along and don't really want to spend any time together. <laughs> but we, we've all got our sort of separate um, hobbies, like I'm into, like, uh, motorsport, like r- racing, car racing and um, and cricket, like sort of those sort of sports and that. And um, the boys really get in, they're really into basketball and the NBA thing and um so they just i guess yeah there's, I don't know, there's not really a lot that we do like separately <laughs> like it's pretty much like all all together um that we've oh, believe me we always fight and argue and that which is all all part of it but um yeah um we've all got our sort of little hobbies and that that we have our downtime um yeah. and sort of um in our, in our own interests and all but um yeah now a lot of the time it is all together good stuff uh, well, I reckon, uh, what do you reckon, Jared, that we might uh, have yeah. a listen to the new track? I, I reckon we, we play, because I, I see the, the name hovering in front of me right here, and I haven't listened to it myself, I will say, because I want it to be the first time I listen, <laughs> along with our audience. <laughs> well, I do, it's pretty awesome. And cool. I've, I've been you. listening to Sharina tell me all morning, like, you have to listen to it, you have to listen to it. I'm like, no, Sharina, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I definitely want to hear it, and I'm just, I'm looking at it, and you know what, I reckon I'll let you uh, take it away, Ray. Absolutely, no worries. Thank you very much, and I hope you guys enjoy it. So this is Ray from the Sava Brothers, and this is our brand new single, Can I Have This Dance? All right. Thank you so much. You're on PBAFM 89.7. Sharina, Tom and Frenchie for your Monday mornings. I've just got Sharina off the guard there. (laughs) (laughs) Headphones quickly on. How are you going? Good. I should just be have them on all the time. I wouldn't be able to hear a thing, would I? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't. I forget that we have to actually take it off outside of (laughs) it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> no, uh, so, Sharina, um, yeah. what what was it you wanted to talk about here? Well, um, you know, we were talking about Halloween before, and my friend sent me this funny meme. She's probably not tuned in. She's probably at work. But she said, you know, when somebody asked me about my happy place, it's in a Halloween store looking at all the skulls <laughs> and bones and blah, blah, blah. And so I thought, you know, maybe we could just quickly chat about, yeah, where's your happy place? Well, like, I've never 100% thought about it. But to me, like, my happy place would just kind of be like, I guess sitting at home, not doing too much, just completely nothing on the platter and nothing on the mind. Yeah. Just, like, I don't know. Just at peace, yeah, wherever what, you are. It's like like when you picture someone meditating just and they have nothing in their head. That, that's <laughs> what I want. Like, there's <laughs> always even... something going on in my life that I'm, I'm thinking about and uh, I would love to not think about something for a, a little bit. Wow. So then you need I'd... to learn how to meditate. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I will. But take it up. Yeah. Um, I think my happy place is I just like looking at plants and I find that oh, really yeah. tranquil. So, um, you know, just spending time in the garden, just looking out, hearing the magpies, hearing the kookaburras, the birds, yes. and just, just soaking in the rays. I think that's my happy place. The yeah. nature. The nature, nature of life. Yeah. Well, if I was to actually have like a, a thing like that I was to be doing, I guess for me it's when I'm like just listening to music. Like if I put the radio on and just sit there and listen to the radio, I guess that's kind of me not thinking about anything. I'm kind of being... Distracted. Yeah, distracted from everything. So it's kind of like my happy place. Just just listen. Yeah. Listen to things that I don't have to really be in tune to or it's nice to just zone out. I've just thought about something that I'm going to buy you and uh, it's really, really funny and I'll bring it in next week. Oh, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. It's meditative and um, 
it'll, it'll crack you up. And we might even put it on the Serena Tom and Frenchie page. Oh. Yeah. All right, then. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. All right. <laughs> All right. It's been Serena Tom and Frenchie for your Monday mornings. Uh, you know what? I'm going to play a little bit of a, a promo break here, and then we're going to get into the news. All right. And straight after that, we're going to have the King of the Ring, the Ace of the Base, the Rocky Jockey. Daddy of the Radio. Yes. I always forget them all. I, I, I try my best to remember, but I, I'm always forgetting. But either way, it is Don. The Rocky Jockey. Here, here he is. He's on. He's off mic, but he's he's here. All right. On fire. <laughs> um, and Don, I am very sorry that I don't have your opener ready to go this week. It. Yeah. Whack 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 whack. He's hit me. Uh, I gotta get out of here. <laughs> gotta go. Uh, file a bit delayed. Oh, oh HNS complaint here. <laughs> <laughs> Workplace bullying, how is this? <laughs> All right, let's uh, play uh, a little bit of a promo here and then get into the news. It's been Sharina Tom and Frenchie for your Monday mornings. If you've missed anything, catch up on the podcast. It'll be up there shortly today. Uh, <laughs> by shortly, I mean. <laughs> by shortly, I mean maybe Before early next. tomorrow morning. <laughs> Sharina Tom and Frenchie for your Monday mornings.